Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker, it is the opening drive. And guys, four years ago, today was the start of one of the most remarkable sports things that I have ever seen. Four years ago today, the San Jose Sharks beat the Blues 6-3 to in Game 1 of the NHL Western Conference Finals. Ten days later, the Sharks had zero interest in playing anymore. The Blues just beat them up and ran them into submission and won, obviously, on May 21st, 5-1. to And San Jose, as Kelly Chase has mentioned, if that game would have somehow gone the, the way of the Sharks, Game 6, if it would have gone to Game 7, San Jose wouldn't have been able to field the team. It was that that bad that the Blues just hammered them. JR, that was that was some series. That was about the the essence of the Blues' physicality that year. That series was, wasn't it? Randy, it really was. After that hand pass game, I remember going on in the locker room and the Blues players, just their attitude, they were like, dream on, dream on, dream on, dream on, dream on. Okay. Uh, Ryan, wow. yeah, yeah. All right, Jr. Ryan won, but if you're an employee of 101 ESPN, you can't win the tickets. But Jr. Uh, Ryan got a five. You got a five point five. I just want to hear what Kerry gave me. I, I gave you a five. You you did outstanding, dog. Outstanding. Hey, I was coming on, and I just got a text message from uh, Barrett Jackman, and he said, "You got to sing Aerosmith." <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. We, well, well done. We we really enjoyed it. Well, I guess we should, you know, segue into some hockey. I saw your article that just came out about the NHL draft lottery. One, is it rigged? Two, it seemed like Doug Armstrong realized that the chances were very low of them getting Connor Bedard, right? Yeah, Brooke. And, you know, the whole rig thing has been going on for years, not just this year, but uh, obviously when the Blackhawks are the winner of the draft lottery, that's going to take on another level of uh, people calling it rigged. And, Hey, look, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there in terms of what could happen, how you could rig it. I just don't see it, uh, but I understand it from the, the perspective of uh, people outside of Chicago. In terms of Doug Armstrong, you know, it was funny a couple of days ago when I said to him, I said, uh, so what do you think about Bedard going to Chicago? And he goes, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't they get Patrick Kane that way, too? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But he said, hey, they, they had the number one and the number three overall picks uh, all those years with Kane and Taves. And we found a way to compete, so he's looking to do that again. JR, anything surprising you in, in, in the NHL playoffs? I thought Florida was going to be able to get that win at home yesterday. Unfortunately, they did not. What is, what is surprising you about what's taking place so far? Yeah, Kerry, in terms of that series, uh, just the way Toronto, you know, they looked like they are in a, a melees uh, a couple games ago prior to that win last night. It's like uh, these are the playoffs. You won the first round. You got the monkey off your back. 
you know, come to play this series. I give Florida all the credit in the world. You know, they're playing good hockey. Uh, but two games ago, Toronto, just not a great effort, what you expect. But they came back, played hard last night, made it 3-1. We'll see what they can do. The thing that surprises me, you go back to late last night, if anybody was up late last night, uh, Alex Petrangelo, the mild-mannered uh, defenseman, <laughs> slash on Leon Dreisaitl. And, guys, he could face a suspension for that. Uh, for anybody who's seen that that highlight, uh, Alex Petrangelo slashing dry settle, but kind of looked in the hand area. So, you know, that series tied 2-2. That's a surprise to me because Petro could miss that game five. Uh Drysaddle deserved it. If Petro did it to me, <laughs> Drysaddle had to do something to deserve it, right? <laughs> well, put up uh, as many points as he has in these playoffs, probably. <laughs> exactly. Hey, JR, it's, it's amazing to think what a difference maker Matthew Kachuk is. And we saw on some levels with Calgary. I mean, they made the playoffs with him last year. They didn't make it this year. But he could turn into one of those guys who's the difference between the Panthers for the next five or six years being a consistent contender or not. He's he's that impactful, at least in my opinion. Randy, he can do that. And I'm going to take it a step further. I think he can be one of the top three or four faces of hockey in the next five or ten years. And obviously you're talking about uh, guys like McDavid, you're going to see Bedard up there. Uh, and I realize that Kachuk is a different type of player, but that's the kind of guy he is in terms of being able to do it all. He could be the Team USA captain at the next, next Olympics if indeed the NHL goes and plays there. We had so much fun, Haley Sullivan and I at the uh, Athletic this past week, working on this Kachuk piece. And you had to go back and talk to a lot of people uh, close to Matthew growing up. And, you know, the few things that stick out in my mind about doing this, uh, doing these interviews is they said at 12, 13 years old, he was the type of guy who, who went into the offensive zone knowing you had to make a play or give the extra shove, not because you were going to score on that possession, but to put it in the mind of the defenseman that maybe the next shift down, maybe the next shift down. So a guy who's always thinking a couple heads, uh, plays ahead is Matthew Kachuk, and I think that anticipation of the game is what makes him so successful. Well, Jr., what's what's next is the uh, draft, which is coming up in Nashville here soon. Do you expect the Blues to hang on to that pick? Yeah, Brooke, first of all, are you going down there with us? No, I don't think so. Unless, well, you know what? This might be a good opportunity to just see maybe if Tommy's listening, get a trip to Nashville. Yeah, Tommy, let's go. Yeah, late uh, late June. So it's going to be exciting. The Blues uh, right now with three first-round picks, and I did ask Doug Armstrong about these picks just a couple days ago. Again, he says he'd be shocked if they didn't make that number 10 overall pick. You know, what's going to be interesting about that number 10 is there are a couple defensemen uh, in that neighborhood of 8, 9, 10, 11, where they're going to pick. So it'll be interesting if they go that route. I asked Doug Armstrong, you got a lot of defensemen in the system. We saw a lot of them at the end of last season come up and make cameos. But he said, yeah, but this number 10, that's a top four guy in the future, and that's probably what the Blues are lacking in their system. So I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't be surprised if they did go that route. And then with the later two picks, kind of funny, you got Toronto and you also have uh, Dallas. That's where those two picks are coming from. That Rangers pick is via Dallas. And I said, Doug, are you watching the playoffs? And he said, heck yeah, I'm rooting against those two teams (laughs) so they can get these picks higher up in the draft. So we'll see what they do with those. We all know the options. They can use the picks or they can uh, trade one or both of them to uh, acquire an NHL-ready player. J.R., we've talked about the possibility of a Ryan O'Reilly return Ever since he got traded, what's your sense right now of, and we don't know how Ryan feels about this, but what about the Blues? Yeah, as we sit here right now, you know, I'd give it somewhat of a chance, but I I wouldn't probably uh, bet on it. Uh, I think that the money's probably going to be there. We'll have to see what they do with shedding salary. But it depends what Ryan O'Reilly wants. The one thing I keep going back to is, you know, could he have had 
an extension here in St. Louis because they did talk about that briefly. And what I was told, you know, talking to sides is that, uh, you know, the money wasn't there. You know, you hate to use the term lowball offer when you're talking about a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, but it wasn't there. But maybe Doug Armstrong had in his mind he wanted that that first round pick, so he wasn't going to offer that extension at the at the money that he might uh, later this offseason. So we'll see what happens. I, I just think the Blues are probably headed a different direction. You want to turn things over to some of the younger guys. It's a different style that they're playing now than really what Ryan O'Reilly brings. So I'd give it somewhat of a chance, Randy. But uh, at this point, uh, I don't know that it'll happen. Jr. Last thing: Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Well, that's a good one. You know what? You talked about it a couple of days ago, Randy. I heard you. You know, it's not a team that we're used to. It's, it's not the Pittsburghs, the Washingtons, uh, so on and so forth. So uh, you look at the way the series are shaping up. I still like Dallas in the West. You know, if Edmonton can get by uh, Vegas, you never know what those skill guys can do in the playoffs. And then you look at the other side of it. You know, it looks like Carolina. They seem to be mowing over uh, New Jersey after losing. Uh, and it looks like they could close out that series tonight. So I'm going to go with. Carolina against Dallas, and I'll go Carolina for the Stanley Cup. That's a great call. JR, great piece at The Athletic with Army. Thanks so much for taking the time with us today, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. That is our Blues Insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, talking some hockey on 101 ESPN.